When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are tuned in to the Grit and Barrett Podcast, the first and only podcast devoted to covering the 11-time, no, 12-time Calder Cup champions, the Hershey Bears. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk. Now here's your host, Richard Blosser. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grit and Bear It podcast. It is a Monday, not Monday this time, Tuesday, yes, yes, Tuesday, December 26, 2023, possibly the last show before the end of the year, possibly, not quite sure about that, but 2023 post-holiday mortem, how's everyone doing out there? You gotten all that Christmas out of your system yet? Just had it flush right throughout the systems. You cleaned up the living room that, that that looks like a Christmas version of Apocalypse Now. The wrapping paper looking around going, the horror, the horror. Cut print, that's a wrap. <laughs> all the kids playing with their stuff and then getting bored with it after two hours. And of course, as we all know, the tradition of batteries dying by 6 p.m. on Christmas Day. Oh, you know it's true. For all you that are old enough, you know. So, hope everyone's doing well, getting through this, whether you're working today, great, or your job just gave you an extra day off so we can observe both Eve and day back-to-back, considering Christmas Eve fell on a Sunday. However you are enjoying it, enjoy this weird time of the year when we're in kind of that no-man's land between Christmas and New Year's. My name is Richard Blosser, the host of the first and only Hershey Bears podcast that exists out in the hockeyverse. Thanks to, mm, excuse me, thanks to the Hockey Podcast podcast Network as well. So, um, yeah, by the time most of you are uh, listening to this, um, I will be doing a live watch-along of one of my favorite times of the year. No, not Christmas, not Christmas parades, you idiot. No, the World Juniors are here! Yahoo! A week and a half of tournament madness that brings 12 international teams together. To play hockey. All right, where are we doing this this year? We're playing in Sweden. First time they've hosted it since 2024. Good for them. Nice to know we're not just going to automatically go up to Edmonton and play in the big oil drum for a week and a half. But should be fun. Should be a fun time. I'll be covering Team USA versus Norway on Tuesday at 11 a.m. Because I love the World Juniors. I love all of it. And I'll be doing a live watch along of the Winter Classic <laughs> on uh, Monday, January 1st as well. So, as I said last week on the show, everyone, hockey doesn't stop for the holidays. Oh, sure, we'll get a few days off. But nope, right back to work. Back to work. Save your days off for the summer, everyone. So, the Bears had a quick two-game set over the weekend before we hit a little bit of the holiday break, and boy, the boys are playing really well. Really, really well. And you know it was a matter of time before the Washington Capitals came along and said, nice team you have there, Hershey. It'd be a shame if something were to, I don't know, call-ups! All right, we're going to be taking, um, ooh, Miro's playing really well, and he's friends with Alex Ovechkin. We want to get him in for some time before... The holiday break. Yeah, we're just going to take him. Oh, Hendrix Lapierre's been doing great down there. <laughs> Yoink, he's ours now. Uh, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Oh, our defensemen are getting healthy. Here's a Lucas Johansson for your trouble, for your troubles. And, uh, oh, we might need a 13th forward before we go on our holiday break. So, Mike Scarbosa, yoink. We'll just take one of those. Thank you. Bye. And we're just sta- standing here at the Bears like, seriously, bro? Seriously? I mean, I mean, it's a holiday break. Don't you have a roster freeze? You idiot. Roster freeze doesn't take into effect before December 23rd. But we have a game on the 22nd. Not our problem, bro. That sounds like a Hershey problem, not a DC problem. Bye. 
<sighs> Such is the life of an American Hockey League team. But you know what? You know, this will test our depth. This will test our depth as we head back to Springfield, Massachusetts on a Friday when it's pretty much getaway day on the 22nd. I myself was off. Don't ask. But let's face it. Friday the 22nd was a getaway day for all of you people out there. If you worked, it was holiday parties and phoning it in. Or some of you took off to take a five-day weekend and get some start that travel early. So, uh, yeah. The Bears played. We we were playing this day. We were taking a little bit of a holiday trip of our own. We were going along the I-95 corridor, and we take 91. We don't take I-95. That's Providence. But you take 91 north, which takes you to Springfield, Massachusetts. So, um, okay, this was going to be a real test for the boys because, as you remember, on last week's show, uh, the Bears um, and Springfield really played each other close. Tight one nothing game. It looks like maybe, just maybe, we might be on a playoff collision course with this team. That this team, this is the team we're going to battle against this year. That just, this division's not going to be a cakewalk after all. Crud. But we travel all the way up there on a Friday night. We go to the Mass Mutual Center, a place I love going to, unfortunately... Schedule just didn't work out this year. We had a nice, healthy of Hershey Bears contingency making the trip up to Western Massachusetts, including the Beaks family, because of course they do. Hello, Brian. Love you. Mean it. And, um, you know, as I've told people, go to Springfield. It's great. Knowledgeable fan base. Great fans. Good arena. Just a really good time. And you'll get to see a lot of hockey history up there. And it's good to see, and Zach brought this up on the po- on the broadcast too, that you have management and ownership that wants to see this team thrive. When they were the Falcons, they were ran like crap. I mean, they, they, they didn't care. It was just there to make money. Well, make money, yeah, but you want to make money and put a good product for it. They just threw it out there, and it was not a good time up there. But when the Springfield Thunderbirds came back, came back into the league in, I think, like 16, 17, it rejuvenated this club. And this fan base has just latched into it. Creative specialty jerseys, a rabid fan base, no matter what the record is. And they actually want to put on a winning product out there. I mean, heck, they went to the finals the other year. And they lost to the Chicago Wolves. But this team is no slouch, mind you. No, no. The Bears come in. We're, we're losing a few people, but we learn that the Capitals are going to send Mike Scarbosa back. Great. That's going to help out on the power play. Oh, they sent him back around 2 o'clock on Friday. There's no way he's going to get to D.C. in time. So, all right, he travels to Hershey to wait for us. All right, he'll be there when we get back. All right, fine. So, all right, we're there versus Springfield. Springfield's wearing... Oh, right, we're still doing the colors on the road and the whites at home as the hockey gods intended it to be. So these two teams really start start like going at it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to settle in and this is going to be a nice dry, nice game. It's going to be a big battle fourth and game. And the Bears, oh my gosh, they're just taking it to Springfield. Picking off passes. Passes are flowing, connecting tape to tape. Even Royal Road passes that go from one end to the ice all the way to the other are just connecting. Springfield's defense is being left behind. We're getting two-on-ones, three-on-twos, just taking it to Malcolm Subban. Oh, that's not Malcolm Subban in that. That's Sharenko. Uh, Sharenko, okay. No Malcolm Subban. So they're bringing out, who is their goaltender? Vladim Sarenko. Okay, where's this guy been? All right, second season with the Thunderbirds. Okay, his goal against average last year, not that well, but he was a rookie. Okay, it's been some good amount of time. Split some time, 9-3-1. Okay, 2019 seventh round selection by the St. Louis Blues. Okay, all right. Never heard of him, but fine, but fine. 
So the Bears are, are just out shooting the Thunderbirds, just taking it to them. Shots are 9-2 midway through the period. Are you kidding me? Nothing's going in, though. But you only feel it's a ma- matter of time. The Bears are going to get it. And, oh, look, there's Pietrick Dubé in the slot. He shoots. He scores. Pietrick Dubé just comes in and rips one on Sorenko and just beats him. Dubé is fi- his, his 15th. <laughs> It's 15th. 15th. He, he's almost matched the total from Laval last year. And just and it's not even Christmas. It it's not he he's gonna match his total. And it's not even Christmas. Dubay is 15th. Lamos is 14th. Huntington is 7th. 1-0 Hershey. We're on the board, and things have gotten quiet there in Western Massachusetts. Yes. The Bears are able to get a power play as Zachary Bullduke goes off for tripping. Tripping. And all right, let's see how this power play is. No Mike Scarbosa there on the first line. And as critical as I am of the guy, we had a lovely discussion about this on the fan club page. But the the power play has been getting better. We're in the top 10. Scarbosa's passes, you know, he's not trying to thread the needle too much. He's making simple passes. As Bill Clement once said, simplify the game. That's all that that's all you gotta do. And the Bears second units out there. Garrett Rose at the point out to Lucas on the power play. Wines fires deflected scores! Jimmy Huntington with the deflection! Two-nothing Hershey! Power play goal for the boys. Huntington is six. Lucas. Excuse me for a second. Bleh. Lucas, his first assist. Welcome back. Back Lucas and Garrett Rowe, his fifth. Garrett Rowe becoming becoming a uh, point machine suddenly. And it's 2-0 Hershey after one. Bears outshoot the Thunderbirds 15-8 in that period. 20 minutes of domination. And the more shots the Bears are getting on Serenko, this should be like 4-0. It should be. And as we head into the second, more just... How the Bears, you know, we, we, me and the wife, you know, we're watching, put on some YouTube stuff, and all right, they're back at it there in the, the period. Turn on, turn on HL TV, and what do you mean, Ethan Frank just scored? Ethan Frank, Joe Snively creates a turnover on Z and just throws it out to Ethan, who buries it for three nothing. Three nothing. Ethan is thirteenth. Snively is fifteenth. We're out shooting these guys 17, probably to nine at this point. And I'm seeing more and more in this in this period that that more breaking up passes, passes connecting, lots of shots on Sorenko, multiple high-risk scoring chances that Sorenko just gets over, including a feed down down low from Lamos for Dubay to get a second and chip. It as Sorenko saves it. How Dylan McElrath get, tries to do a backdoor feed and nearly puts it home. I mean, the Bears are just dominating Springfield. And this is without Miro and Loppy. We get later in, later into the second, and Springfield's able to get one. Joseph Dusak gets one in with an assist by Will Bitten and Hume again. With six minutes to go in the second. All right. All right. Shout broken. Okay. We're fine. We're fine. It's 3-1. Let's just turn on the defense. Let's just turn up that defense a little bit. And just make this an easy 3-1 night. That's all we got to do. That's all we got to do. And Springfield keeps pressing. Almost 45 seconds of zone time. Trust me, that's a lot. And they keep cycling. They keep rotating it around. They've gotten like six consecutive shots on Hunter. Hunter's making some really good saves, some really tough saves. And I'm like, <laughs> guys, let's. Uh, can you stop playing like this and played like you did like five minutes ago? Springfield really, really pressing. Suzuki finds 92. Who's 92? Oh, crap. Who shoots? And it's Jacob Verona and he scores. Dang it. Not him. And Verona just goes that, woo, to the crowd in Springfield. You knew he was going to do it against us. 
Jacob Verona gets his, his first as a Thunderbird. Bird. 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 His first as a Thunderbird. Because, of course. Verona gets his first. Ryan Suzuki is first. Wyatt Kalyuk. Whatever. 3-2. Hershey. <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be absolutely fine. 3-2. We hold on for... A 1-0 win against Providence. We can do this. Into the third we go. And this, this is what Springfield likes to do. You know what they do? They lull you to sleep for 40 minutes. They get you a goal or two, or maybe three, and they think you have it and think you have it. Then whammo is when they come, is when they mount with the come, come back. They come back in 20 minutes, and it's like they want to challenge themselves and see how far down can we go to get back into the game. And Springfield is flying, throwing shots on Shepard. Jenner having to do the stretch save with the glove and the sti stick and the booga, booga, booga. Springfield comes out and puts seven consecutive shots on Hunter within the first five minutes. Boy, this defense is going to be tested. They're going to be tested. Springfield works the puck. Go around. Matias Lafreniere throws it down low to Jamison Ross. Ross throws a puck in front, gets batted around, finds Dean who just chips it over Hunter and he scores! Zach Dean his second. Jamison Reese is first. Matias Lafreniere is eighth. And the game is tied. Springfield's come back to tie it. <laughs> it what? What? Now, some of you are ex might expect me to go nuts. But from Brian Beek, friend of the show, um, as who was up there, told me Springfield battled back. Springfield battled back to get these three goals. And I'm guessing this is just what Springfield does. That what they're going to do. And the Bears... We're able to milk this into overtime. We nick a point. We're going to nick a point. And into overtime we go. And it's Presky, Scarbosa, Frank to start. No, wait, not Scarbosa. Scarbosa is Vecchione, Presky, and I think Vecchione out there is probably Vecchione. Starts overtime. Vecchione loses the faceoff. All right, Springfield takes it back. And ah, they're going to do the slow, methodical, painful. Overtime where they just skate around the zone and looking for stretch passes or drop pass. Gets out, swaps the body, goes back in, goes back out, gets the puck, swaps it out, goes right back in. A minute passes. Why the hell the Bears haven't gotten the puck yet? Comes in on Hunter Deeks. Backhands. Nope. Knocked away. Puck comes out. Nathan Walker over to Jacob Verona. Are you kidding me? Shoots it on her. Just barely knocks out of the way. The way. Two minutes through in overtime. Springfield still has the puck. What the hell are you doing, Hershey? Two and a half minutes. Halfway through overtime. Why does Springfield still have the puck? Puck. Hunter's able to knock a shot. Goes up into the netting. And thank God. 90% of overtime. Springfield had the puck. <laughs> Just come. Just. And it put many, many shots in on Hunter, including a point black chance for Bull Duke, who's right there in front of Hunter and shoots, and Hunter just gets it out of the way. Again, if you were an analytics nerd, that was probably like seven or eight high risk scoring chances. Probably six slot chances for the Bears. I mean, for Springfield. The game should have been over. But Hunter just keeps us in it. Hunter just keeps us in it. And we're going to go to a shootout. Lovely. Springfield elects to go first. In comes Ryan Suki. Comes in, 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 looks, shoots, nothing. All right. Up next, Alex Lamos and his beautiful hair. Comes in, skates, steaks, backhands. Tried to go five hole and Serenko. Nope. Up next, oh no, Jacob Verona. Okay, I know what this is going to go. In comes Verona. Comes in. Deeks, Deeks. Hunter goes from the poke check and Verona just pulls it. No, flips it and hits the bar and stays out. I thought it went in. He hit it square on the crossbar and it stayed out. Typically, you hit it. It just goes ping, goes down and over the line. I even thought it did. I even gave the double middle finger to the television. 
thinking Verona scored, but he didn't. Bar out. Wow. <laughs> Up comes Pietrick Dubé, who skates in, skates into the hash mark, shoots, scores! Done fucking around, Pietrick Dubé gets it. Overcomes Adam Gauthier. All right. Gauthier comes in, comes in, shoots, goes high. Hunter knocks it away, and it's over. Bears win it. 4-3 the final in Springfield. Get on the bus because we got to go home. Oh, my goodness. Your three stars. Joseph Tasuk for Springfield. Jimmy Huntington for the Bears and Pietrick Dubé for the Bears is your first star of the night. Now, Hunter went 30, 34 for 37, while, while Zarenko went 32 for 35. Now, all right. I've already said what, what Beak said, and I will side with him. Springfield battled back. However, Springfield should have won this game in overtime. And I think this is a team we're probably going to see in May. The way things are looking, I think we're going to have a five-game set with this team in May. And I don't have a problem with that. But this team's going to be trouble. A team that's going to battle for all 60 minutes. This is not a team you can let off the gas against. Because... They'll get you. And they have a goaltender that's gotten us too. Do I think we can take Springfield? Yeah. And before we go to the next game, I just want to echo something Hunter Shepard said. Because post-game, if you see on social media, they always show like a bear's head they give around. They used it last season. They're going to use it again this year. And Hunter... Was going to give it to du- Dubs or Dubs or whatever they call them. But Hunter said this. If we play full 60 minutes the way we played the first 20 minutes tonight, there is no team in the league that can beat us. Goddamn right, Hunter. Hunter's right. We play like we did the first 20 minutes against Springfield? Nobody. Not Cleveland. Not Calgary. Not... Uh, see if the AHL app actually wants to work with me this time. Tried re-downloading on my phone. Not Cleveland. I'm going to go through this again. Not Texas, Milwaukee, Calgary, Tucson. No one can hang with us. Because the way this team's going, the way they're playing, they're not a Category 5 super team yet. But you know what they are? They're a clump of storms out in the Atlantic. For all of you who have ever watched, like, you know, Weather Channel when they do the whole hurricane tracking around, like, August, and they've got, like, storms that are off the coast of Africa that's just sitting there swirling that they have that they haven't really given a name to but haven't really come together, but it's something you want to watch. That's what the Bears are right now. And who knows? Maybe over the next month or two, we get some of those warm waters over the Atlantic and we start forming into this hurricane that's just picking up steam and steam as it hits more and more warm waters on the Atlantic. Now we could we could taper off as, you know, you hit some cold waters in the Atlantic and, and you weaken. But that's the possibility with Hershey right now. It's a possibility. I'm not sure if I'm ready to get there yet. But the Bears get their 23rd win of the season and they come back home to take on a familiar foe And we'll get to that right after this. All right, Bears fans, the holiday season has left us, but we are still in some peak betting season right now. Hockey's going to get back underway this week with early day games, school, no school matinee games, or even some winter classic tune-up games, and you can get in on the action with DraftKings DraftKings Sportsbook. Put a little money down on some World Junior action. Maybe get yourself a little sweet action on some <clears throat> on some other hockey action during this week or maybe save some for the Winter Classic next week and make some good money on the NHL's marquee event. If that's not your style, style, there's plenty of Lord football this week as we have all weekend long NFL coming up. 
Lots of great bowl games as as well, and the college football championship coming up along as well. There's a lot of gambling action for you to get in on, and DraftKings Sportsbook can help you can help you as well. As so, make sure you download the app and use code THPN, and new customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just five dollars on hockey. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut... Help is available for a problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jur- jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. And now, on with the show. And we are back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Thank you to our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, for sponsoring this podcast. So the Bears were back home on a Saturday. Twas the Christmas Eve Eve before Christmas. Let's go with that. As the Bears brought in a rival of theirs, the Providence Bruins come in for the fourth of six meetings between the Bears and we've already taken three games against the P Bruins. Are El Guapo? Maybe El Guapo no moro. Can I say that? I tried to rhyme. Sorry. So, so Providence comes in and both these teams have traveled as the Bears Traveled down from Springfield, and Providence comes all the way from Rochester down to play Hershey as well. Hits a drive for both teams, so (laughs) get the smelling salts, and let's get back at it. The Bears were able to get Mike Scarbosa back, just waited in Hershey for them, for the the boys to get back. Uh, According to Zach, it was about a healthy five and a half hours, so they probably got back around 3 a.m., unload the bus, drive home, and just... Get some sleep as you can and get right back at it. And it was a pretty busy Giant Center. Of course, it's it's the fr- it's a Saturday of a holiday weekend. Lots of people turned out. Lots of people were getting ready for it. Ugly Christmas sweaters as far as the eye can see. Grinch miss sweaters, Grinch shirt, so much stuff. And you know what? I'm six wines done. I'm so done with everything by this point. No, do you hate Christmas? No, I don't. I like Christmas. I like giving gifts to my family and my wife. I love doing it. I love the expression on her face when she sees something she's absolutely wanted or a gift that I get her that she wasn't expecting but loves anyway. I like that. But you know what gets me? Ugly Christmas sweaters that have the Grinch screen face on it. The constant bad puns during during Christmas, um, baking shows on on Food Network that I've watched for about two months, which I like doing, but I've just gotten a little repetitive with horrible holiday jokes. It just becomes too much at one point, everyone. Again, I love Christmas. I do, especially since I got out of working at another shipping company that Christmas, I don't have to worry about being Christmas stressed as much. But just after a while, you just want to be done with it. You just do. I'd much rather just sit at home and watch Christmas riff tracks. I'd much rather do that. Or watch the cinema snob and all of his Christmas stuff. I'm into sarcastic Christmas stuff. That That's my jam. I don't want a Santa Claus marathon, no. Give me a marathon of critiques of ho- horrible holiday specials. That's my jam right there, and I'm getting sidetracked. So it was a very, very busy at Giant Center on Saturday. I not as bad as a Thanksgiving Eve one, 
but this was a good crowd that that pulled, that came out for it. Bears taking on Providence. The boys skate out, and are we getting Brandon Bussy tonight? No, no, we're not. We are getting Kaiser, the Ryer, the Kaiser. No, we get <gasps> Michael DiPietro, Rick's boy. Get out, Rick's boy. Is in is in Providence. Him. Michael DiPietro. Okay. All right. All right. And the Bears are going to roll out Clay Stevenson for tonight, which was expected. Which was expected. And to start and once again, Hershey just comes out flying in this one. We're just we're skating past Providence. We already put nine shots on them in the first. We had nine shots on them in the first, which was more than we had in two periods the last time we played them. And what the heck is this Providence team? What's happened to them? Why are we skating circles around them? Why are we doing this to them? I'm I'm used to tough, gritty Providence teams. Teams, but okay, fourth line going to work for the Bears. Doing well, back out. To the point, Vinny Iorio, Rister, he scores! Vinny Iorio, my hockey cousin, Vinny scores! Got the last goal against Providence in the last game and got another one here. Vinny Iorio is fourth. Matt Strom is sixth. Riley Sutter is sixth. one nothing Hershey midway through the first, and uh, <laughs> I kind of missed it. I, I, I don't mean I liked it, but I'm like, I'm down... Like the boys are working it around, checking my phone for something, and I hear the guy beside me go, Oh! I'm like, Whoa, wait, Locust! Yes! Yes! Did that hit someone? No, it just beat DiPietro clean on the corner. Okay, fine. one nothing Hershey. At the end of the first, the Bears are out shooting Providence 14-8. to Well, they probably had a lot of power plays that period. Uh, no. There was only one power play for Providence, and, uh... One for the Bears. Yeah. Actually, two for the Bears. So, yeah. That should tell you. And into the second... And into the second, we know. And we know Providence isn't going away. They're getting that second period push. They've gotten the win underneath them. Puck throws out in front for Providence. And they score. Vincent Aserio, his fourth. Mark McGlynn and Joey Abate. And Providence ties it. Two minutes into the second, and it's 1-1. Great. Providence is going to tie it. This is, this is the Providence I know. We're, we're going to have to battle tough. It's probably going to be 1-1 one, one, one as we go on, go on. And what do you mean Dylan McElrath just scored? Daddy. Big Daddy Dylan McElrath with a shot from the point. It just beats DPHO on the corner. Are you kidding me? Dylan Mickelrath is second. Chase Presky is 13th. Mike Scarbosa is 24th. Way up there in the league. We have a guy that's leading on scoring, nearly leading on scoring in the league, and a guy who's nearly leading on assists for the Bears. We haven't seen this since. No, 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 no. We will, we, we will not invoke those names, no. But okay, Dylan Mickelrath, 2-1. Daddy's here. Daddy's here. Here and the Bears are pressing yet again. Dylan gets in the slot again. Shoots and snipes and pass. DiPietro, he scores. Dylan Mickelrath just goes low blocker. Low blocker just shoots it right by DiPietro. Dylan Mickelrath is a sniper? What? Okay, Daddy's home and he's pissed off. You know how Dylan thought had thought about this team as his sons. Well, guess what? Today, Daddy is in one of those moods. Dylan Mickelrath is second of the game, third of the season. Hat trick watch for Dylan Mickelrath. Natural hat trick watch for Dylan Mickelrath. When was the last time a bear had a natural hat trick? A defenseman had a natural hat trick. Oh my goodness. I'll have to ask Jesse Lieberman the next time I see him. But Aaron Ness is ninth. Matt Strom, his seventh assist, second of the game. 
3-1 Hershey. 3-1. Okay. Okay. We got this. We got this. Do we do we have it? No, not really. As Anthony Richard goes down for Providence and he scores. Anthony Richard with a bullet from the circles beats Clay Stevenson to make it 3-2. All right. Anthony Richard is 8th. Luke Toporensky is 8th. Riley Walsh is 10th. 3-2 at the end of 2. And okay, okay. Each team gets two goals. We uh, It's a wash. It's a wash. And as we're walking around the concourse, and Santa's out there too, because, of course, me, Jesse, and Joe were talking, and we're like, we're going to beat these guys, aren't we? Yeah. Is this our fourth? If we pull this off, this is our fourth win of the season. Yeah. We only played these guys six times. Yeah. Are we actually going to have a winning record against Providence this year? Because, yeah. When was the last time that's happened? We, we, we didn't know. Because Providence has just owned us so much. We go into the third. And the Bears, they're not going to lose to Providence. They know what's awaiting no, await them. They keep pressing it up. But Providence, now they're pushing Hershey to the point. Now they're pushing them around. Now the Providence team that I know has shown is showing up. But Chase Presky is able to work out the boards. Finds a two-bay in the circles who shoots. Puck pinballs around. Scramble and it's in. They score. Bears score at 10. Oh my goodness. The puck just hit a defender. Leg sticks and goes into the net. Dubay is his 16th. He's just matched his gold total from last year. Dubay is 16th. Chase Presky is 14th. Garrett Rowe is 6th. 4-2 Hershey. I'm really glad nothing happened to Dubay when he did sort of an awkward crash into the boards there in Springfield. I kind of forgot to mention that. Did an awkward crash. And I channeled my inner Steve Dangle and was just like, there's Dubay skating, goes into the boards and... Ah! Like, he's okay. He's okay. He's okay. He's a, he's on the bench. Oh, he's going down the tunnel. But thankfully, no, no, he came back. Everything's fine. I mean, I, I I was ready. I was ready. I was about ready to go. Hockey gods, I offer a Hershey to you. I offer a chocolate bar as pens. Please spare Pierre Dubay. Please spare him. We need him. Here's here's a chocolate bar. It's a, it's a, it's a plain one, not the crappy one with almonds. I have a chocolate bar for you. I I, I can get a crackle if you want. I, 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 can, I can find you a mini Mr. Good Bar. I can offer those. Maybe I can get you a Reese's. Possibly. But but it was not needed. His he, he was spared. And he's fine. And he's still scoring. 4-2 Hershey. And Providence is still pressing in their own way. Getting shots in. Getting pressure down in the bear zone. But I never felt Providence was a threat. Because... I don't know. Yes, the, the, the forechecking is there. Yes, when Brandon Bussey's playing, the defense is there. But this is a low-scoring team. This is a team that's going to play that Boston style that throws you into the boards. You have to work hard to create scoring chances. That's what, that's what Providence and Boston does. But in a league that's so fast and so speed-based... Playing a grimy, tough type of hockey? I don't know if that works right now. I mean, maybe it'll work for them once defenses gel a bit more, once we get near the All-Star break. But Providence seems a little outdated and maybe just doesn't have the firepower. So, Pietrick Dubay gets called for boarding. Smashes the guy into the boards with six minutes to go. All right, fine. Ref comes over to get him out of the way, and I'm seeing like like do 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 bait. Wait 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 whoa whoa, whoa Patrick stop stop, and he's there and there and you see him the whole yo what I'm like oh no, ref skates over and goes I'm like oh no he gave him two more, four minutes goes up on the board, two minutes for boarding, and I'm gonna say this here it says unsportsmanlike like conduct for disputing a decision. But you know what I call that? 
I call that two minutes for being a bitch. Well, nobody's perfect. Four minutes on the board. Power play Providence. And I look at Jesse and I go, when do you pull the goaltender? He goes, four minutes. At the four-minute mark. I mean, the the, pen, the four-minute penalty started at the six, but halfway through at four minutes, you pull him if you don't get anything. And Providence goes on the power play. They're able to get a few shots in, get it set up a little bit, but no real threat to Clay Stevenson. They just keep dumping it down. They kill off the first one, four minutes, and we're looking at DiPietro, and he's just standing there. And we're like, why aren't you guys going? Three minutes, 30 seconds. They're in the zone. Send your goalie. Nothing. Three minutes. Bears dump it down. All right. All right. When the forwards get it, go. Go with your, your forwards. You're down two. You're down two. Two. Power play is winding down. 30 seconds. Saved by Clay. And now come Steve No, he's still not going. Still not being pulled. What's going on here? What is absolutely going on here? I, I, I don't get this with them. And with about a, the, the whole power play goes by and you never pull your goaltender. And then after Clay gets a stop with the 150 left in the game, now they pull DiPietro after the power play. Why? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this, Coach? Let me see if they have it here. Coach Ryan... Uh, Coach Ryan, let's go with that. Coach Ryan, why? Why? I mean, what? You're down two. Now, I know Napoleon's stance. Never interrupt an enemy when they're making a mistake. And that's very true. It just baffles me. You're down two. And you have a four-minute power play staring you in the face. You got to get them off early. But Providence keeps pressing that last that last minute as Fabian Lysel from the corner throws one on Hunter. Kick save, just kicks it right out into the slot. and comes Riley Walsh, steps into the shot, and he scores. Riley Walsh, with 45 seconds left, gets his third. Fabian Lysel. Fabian! Ah! Fabian Lysel gets his 11th assist. 4-3 with 45 seconds left. But none of us are worried. None of us are worried. He's okay. We got this. And you know what? They did. Providence didn't get a single shot off. Three, two, one. Win. Bears win it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Providence. Bears win it. 4-3 the final. For their 24th of the season. Are you kidding me? Vinny Iorio, third star. Matt Strom with two assists, gets his second. Dylan Mickelrath with two goals. Daddy gets first star. And Bears, they just win again. This is unreal. Okay, you, you want to know why I'm kind of like getting... Un- the Bears have played 30 games as of this point, if you're listening to this before Wednesday. <clears throat> I've already played 30 games. We have 48 points, 24 and 6. The team below us, Hartford, has 35. We are 13 points up on that. Now, to be fair, to be fair, Hartford has four games in hand. So there's a possibility for eight points there to be like six points behind us. League-wise, the Monsters are at 39 points. 19, 7, and 1. But they've got three games in hand. So, at best, they could be three behind us. I mean, it's just unreal. There are people who do monster stuff on Twitter are saying Hershey and Cleveland are on a collision course, quite possibly. At least for the conference finals. And I'm like, you know what? We still need to slay that dragon. I may not have a problem with that. But this team, I know I always have a philosophy of get points now, get good later. But we're good now. We're really good right now. 
Scoring depth like you wouldn't believe. Pietrick Dubay up near the top of the league in terms of near the top of the league. Mike Scarbosa up in assists. Yeah, Mike Scarbosa third in points of the season right now at 29. At absolutely 29. Uh, let's see here. In terms of goals, like Pietrick Dubay, 16, tied for first. Ethan Frank, 13, is in eighth. We have two bears in the top 10 of goal scoring. Um, assists, Scarbosa second behind Maverick Bork of Texas. In fact, he's tied with them. In fact, he's tied. Yeah. It. Uh, uh, let's see a power play assist. Scarbosa leads, leads the league in power play assists with 12. With 12. There is something special forming with this team. It's It's there. And we've done it during a time of hockey when we're playing some very different opponents than what we're used to. This entire month, like I've said, not a lot of Lehigh, not a lot of Wilkes-Barre. And in a way, North opponents, and in a way it was to see how we could measure up against some of these teams. And we have. And I'm starting to believe with this team just a little bit. But as people have told me, it's only December, and it is. But once we get through through this, once we get through the next two weeks, we'll be at the halfway point. I'm just saying. And very soon, boys and girls, as we hit, as we're going to be hitting January. In fact, the next show I do after this is going to be released after the new year. The fun time of the hockey season is coming to an end. I like to say the fun part of the hockey season is everything before the All-Star break. That's the fun part. Because it's fun. It's October. It's the first couple games. Let's just be happy that hockey's back. November. Hockey fights cancer. Let's just be happy that's back. That's back. Hockey fights cancer. It's a good cause. Everybody wears lavender. Thanksgiving. Holiday hockey. That's great. It's fun. We get into December. Christmas. Christmas jerseys. Um, Teddy bear tosses. It's fun. Fun times. New Year's. Bears will be getting their teddy bear toss. January. January. It's getting a little colder, but it's still fun. We're heading into the All-Star break. Everybody, take a rest. Take a rest. It's still fun. But once we get past, and dare I say late January, it's going to start getting late. I mean, it's not getting late early. We're not like that. But we're not going to have a lot of games in, in, in February. In fact, that's our lightest month of the season is February, but a lot of travel. And when you get into these meaty months, these are the games where the pressure is going to be ratcheted up. These are the games where you're going to need to win. Because if you're going to want to play deep into May, you got to win in these months. You got to win in February. You got to win in March. You got to win on the road. And I'm just saying, Bears fans, if we want to be the great team that we think we are, we've won a lot of home games. we won a lot of road games. We've got to find a way to keep it going. Because I think at some point we're going to stagnate. Whether it's due to call-ups, God forbid injuries, hockey gods, please don't let that happen. But every team will go through that. And I think this team has a possibility for greatness. And it's there. It's a possibility, and we are witnessing it, Bears fans, and I hope it continues. But for now, as we end the calendar year of hockey, your Bears are 24-6, and six, best in the league, best in everything, and we'll see how far we can keep this going. Just so you know, uh, Hartford sits in second, Wilkes-Barre in third, Springfield in fourth, Providence in fifth, Charlotte sixth, Lehigh 7th, Bridgeport 8th. So we go into this in-betwixt week between um, Christmas and New Year's. The Bears will be back home to take on Wilkes-Barre on the 27th. That is mascot mania. Woo. 
And from what I'm hearing, going to be a very busy night. Mm-hmm. Might want to see if tickets are still available. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Friday night, we go up to Oopstate, New York to take on the Rochester Americans. Gee, what happened? I wonder what happened the last time the Bears visited that building. <laughs> That's on Friday. I will not have game updates for that as I will be busy that night. And Saturday night, the Bears will take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms there at the corner of 7th and Hamilton. Hmm. Interesting. Noted. And after that, the Bears will get a few days off for the New Year's, and then we will be back at it for a home stretch. That will see Charlotte come in, Lehigh come back home, and our first, uh, first seeing of the Hartford Wolfpack. So that'll do it for the Grit and Bear It podcast this week. Thank you to everyone for your times, listens, and downloads. Nearly 40 downloads last week, everyone. Thank you so much to everyone out there. You are making this show show happen. Thank you, Bears fans, as well. Thank you to the Hockey, to the hockey Podcast Network. And thank you to, again, all of you Bears fans for a great 2023. have really helped this show grow. And thank you to Zach... Zach Fish, Jared Ronsky, Jesse Lieberman, to all the people in the Bears media who really helped me out this past calendar year, who just given me so much. And as I'm starting to try and take this this journey as a pseudo hockey journalist and sports journalist, I don't know where this is going to take me in 2024 because this year has been a lot. And even though I've kind of picked myself up, Next year is going to be a year of rebuilding, or who knows? It might be a year of an advancement. I don't know, but we're going to see. But this is the last show of 2023 for everyone, and I'll catch all of you in 2024, and I'll see you at Giant Center on Wednesday. Go Bears. I'll see you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at GritAndBarrettP1 on Twitter. That's at GritAndBarrettP1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears.